I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. feel like to be unstoppable as a player <laughs> who's unstoppable you are <laughs> and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick angstead media member and coordinator of the locked on podcast network and the dallas mavericks get a win over the new york knicks in madison square garden can you believe it after last year going 0-2 <laughs> against the Knicks. Mavericks get a win. Lots of stuff to break down in this game. Isaac will take tomorrow's game against the Wizards, so make sure you check back and follow us uh, at Lockdown Mavs on Twitter and check back for when we have that game. He'll be covering that game. I also want to tell you about our YouTube channel. We just started a YouTube channel. You'll be able to find every weekday episode, the daily episodes, Full stream uh, on YouTube, so you'll be able to watch all those. The first one is up, the one we talked about, J.J. Redick, and uh, had all the clips from him and stuff. That one is up. Go follow and subscribe. Locked on Mavs YouTube, so check that out. But let's break down this game. Dallas Mavericks get the win, 99-86. Kind of a grinded-out win, and it really comes down to just one stretch. Like, the Mavericks really, it showed who they are, or who they're becoming. Who this Mavericks team is becoming. Who they're really growing to be right now. In this stretch, fourth quarter, Mavericks up 78-75. Not really a fourth quarter score at this point. The Mavericks are used to these 120-130, you know, games where they would be at, at least like 110 by then or something, you know. But the Knicks play a slower pace of basketball. They are an incredibly good defensive team. They showed that again tonight. They're not as good of an offensive team. They showed that again tonight. And the Mavericks, 78-75, they were kind of playing Knicks basketball a little bit. They were kind of playing to the Knicks' strengths a little bit. But the Mavericks then go on this run, and the Knicks don't score a basket besides the one-point technical free throw off of Luka's BS, like, you know, tech for yelling and one, which we can get to in a minute. But the Knicks didn't score another bucket from 6.57 in the fourth quarter till three minutes when Alec Burks hit a pull-up jumper. But the Mavericks had already gone on a 12-to-1 run. And a 12-to-1 run against this Knicks team, all of a sudden you put them in a 14-point deficit with three minutes to go. They don't have the offense. They didn't have the offense in this game. They don't generally have the offense to be able to come back in a game like this. And there's a couple of reasons for that. The Mavericks' defensive intensity really ratcheted up in that stretch. You start going through it, and I went back and watched that stretch because I knew that's the key part of this game. So I went back and watched... Luca and Dwight get that pick and roll, and Dwight gets a wide open uh, alley oop dunk at the rim where he kind of messed up his hand a little bit, and he was like shaking it afterwards. He was just so wide open. Uh, but then the Mavericks' defensive intensity just rose after that, and they get uh, you know Derrick Rose miss, a Julius Randle miss on like a wild play that probably should have been a foul on the Mavericks, but it was just pretty much chaos because the Knicks didn't really have a cohesive offensive plan. It was their plan was basically. Let's take Julius Randle and run him into the defense and try to get him going somehow. But the Mavericks had a kryptonite for that, and that's Maxi Kleba. If you don't think Maxi Kleba is a good basketball player, if you don't think he's important for this team, go watch this game again and go watch this stretch again because Julius Randle in this game couldn't get anything going. Five of 20 from the field, one of seven from three, and he took seven threes for a reason. He had eight rebounds, but they were all defensive. Uh, He had 11 assists in this game, but five turnovers. He was a minus 18 for the game. 
And it's not that Julius Randle sucks. He finally is not killing the Mavs, right? He's been killing the Mavs forever, and maybe uh, we put that to bed tonight, the Mavericks did. But Maxi Kleba can't get bullied against Julius Randle. Julius Randle can bully a lot of guys, but he's more of like, he's not your Jokic big body, throw it around kind of bully. He's not your even Dwight Howard, large shoulders, like throw the shoulder into you. Julius Randle is strong, and he's really quick. So he will do a quick move, catch you off guard, and then push you out of the way. That's how Julius Randle works. And Maxi isn't going to do that because he's real disciplined. He'll stay in front of you. He'll get to the right spots. And he's strong enough to be able to stay in his spot, even if he's caught a little bit off balance. And so Julius Randle couldn't get a lot going. They really mirrored uh, Maxi's minutes with Julius Randle, and that was the huge part of the game. Jamal Mosley mentioned it after the game, and we'll get to why Jamal Mosley was the head coach in a little bit. But uh, he said Maxi was absolutely amazing on Julius Randle. Totally true. He did a great job. I thought Maxi did. He probably got the defensive player of the game belt. I haven't seen it at this point as I'm recording this, but Maxi Kleba, 35 minutes, only seven points, seven boards, two assists, two steals, and it didn't have a, a great game offensively. But defensively, he absolutely helped the Mavericks win this game. Uh, so let's talk quickly about, you know, Jamal Mosley was the coach. He got his first win as a head coach, as an acting head coach, because Rick Carlisle, before the game, tested positive for the coronavirus. Now, that's usually wouldn't be that surprising, especially now, but Rick Carlisle got the vaccine back in January, which was the, today was the first time I had learned that, uh, which is, you know, personal information. We don't really need to know that, but uh, it was it's a really weird situation. So he tested positive. They're hoping it's a false positive, but out of abundance of caution, he stayed back and stayed in the uh, hotel. He even did his pregame media availability from a hotel room. So he stayed back. It seems like he's going to be able to travel with the team and uh, all that. They got him a second test and all that. Not 100% sure if that one came back negative, but this would be a pretty wild situation if he had the vaccine and tested positive for it. So that's what's up with Rick Carlisle. Uh, coming up, let's get into a little bit more. we got to talk about Chris Ops Porzingis. Luka, again, was pretty good in this game. And another reason why the Mavericks down the stretch were able to score and basically take the Knicks out of this game in that end fourth quarter run. So we'll get to that, talk about all that coming up. But before we do, Built Bar. It's a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. They are delicious. They're awesome. And... The winner of the Built Bar Bracket, we've been talking about it for, it feels like weeks at this point. It's the one we've been calling for, the one I called at the very beginning, Coconut Brownie Chunk. I still have a box I'm holding on to because I'm not exactly sure when these are going to be available, but you got to keep checking back to see when these bars are going to be available. The Coconut Brownie Chunk, that's the bar that wins the championship. So go get yourself some Built Bars. They're absolutely delicious. Use the promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your next order. They always have stuff running. They always have you know promos. They always have 20% off this, 20% off percent off this they're doing a million dollar giveaway right now just keep checking back at builtbar.com also want to tell you about betonline.ag betonline had the dallas mavericks as a six point favorite in this game and if you put some money down on that and you took the mavericks and the uh the points you would have won some money so if you are confident in your sports opinions go and put some money down at betonline.ag they have a whole bunch of stuff they also have for our international audience they have a ton of stuff overseas right now i'm looking they have uh, basketball games for Australia, Brazil, China, Europe, Greece, France, Germany, Italy, Lithuania, Russia, Poland, South Korea, Spain, Turkey, and Japan. I mean, how many more countries play basketball even? So much stuff. Go to betonline.ag, use that promo code Locked On, get a 50% welcome bonus to your first deposit. Go check it out. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, let's get into 
the rest of this game. Uh, talks about Maxi Kleba, Kristaps Porzingis. I mean, another just rough game for him against the the New York Knicks, and especially in Madison Square Garden. If I'm remembering off the top of my head correctly, he had a really rough game last year in MSG as well. He just really struggles. And to be honest, my one of my friends, Andrew, texted me during the game. It's like, what's up with Porzingis? Is he just not good against the Knicks? And I'm like, to be honest, he's not. Right? Like at, at MSG last year, by the way, 7 of 17. He had 11 boards uh, and finished the game with 20 points. But 7 of 17, not that great. 1 of 5 from 3. That was last season. This game tonight. 6 of 17, 1 of 7 from 3, uh, had 8 boards, but all of them were defensive, uh, 3 turnovers, only 14 points in this game. He had a block and an assist that were, were pretty good and pretty crucial moments, but uh, a plus 16, by the way, so it's not like he was a big detriment to the Mavericks either when he was out there. He was doing some good stuff. He just couldn't get scoring. He just couldn't get anything going offensively. And so, yeah, he struggles again against the Knicks. And it is kind of mental for him, right? It's coming back to a place where they're just yelling. I mean, the whole time there's just chants. They had some fans in MSG, and they were just chanting, KP sucks, KP sucks, just over and over again. And you got to think that that has to get to his head at some point in some way. Uh, he's such a rhythm player. He talks all about his, you know, kind of his process, his his need for things to be a certain way. And so when it throws him off, I wonder if – that kind of stuff gets to him. So I'm actually interested to see how he's going to respond in the playoffs when something happens like that, especially when there's going to be fans in pretty much every arena they go to. The uh, Staples Center just announced they're going to allow fans in April. So even if they play the Lakers, Clippers, uh, they're going to probably see fans in some of these arenas. So, uh, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how he responds. Last year we saw bubble Porzingis, but there wasn't any fans, if you remember. I'm sure all of you do because none of you were at that game. Or any of those games, and so be really interesting to see if it's just if it's just New York or if it is kind of this fan like going into hostile territory type situation that really gets to Porzingis. Not too much to gain from this game from him though. Uh, they could have done some other things, but the Knicks really got up for this game defensively. They just have this team that they have an awesome bench. He's, they have one of those benches where you look and you're like, dang, I wish a Mavericks bench was a little bit more like this. They have young guys that are all like hyped for each other and they're really excited. Obi Toppin had this stretch where he just hit like four shots and then he just had this crazy putback dunk. Absolutely wild like putback dunk what was in the second quarter. And uh, the Knicks then took like a 13 point lead and the bench just got so crazy at that point. They were all excited for him. And by the way, he didn't do anything the rest of the game. He, I don't even think he played after after that, but uh, the bench just got so excited. They got so amped up for it. Every time Porzingis got the ball, the energy in the building just rose, and the Knicks matched that. And so I'm not saying that it's not on on Porzingis. For sure, he could do a lot better. But the fact that the Knicks were like ready for him, they were gearing up for him, is another playoff thing. And so we'll have to see if that translates into the playoffs. Couple other things. Obviously, Luca was pretty good in this game. He had an incredible shot. You heard Harp at the beginning of the at the beginning of the podcast say, "What does it feel like to be unstoppable?" Uh, he had 26 in this game, eight boards, seven assists, five turnovers for him. Again, not a great turnover night. Three of eight from three. One of them was this crazy, crazy bank shot uh, with about four minutes and 20 seconds in the third, and that was just kind of that almost iced it for me when I saw that go in because the Mavs were already going on this run. The Knicks hadn't scored in forever. And then Luka just hits this crazy shot and you say, okay, if he's going to play like this and hit these shots down the stretch now, it's just over, right? Like it's just over for him at that point. So Luka, uh, then at the end there, there's a couple of really cool plays. So two minutes left, Luka gets a drive 
and Kristaps Porzingis seals in the paint. This is not something we've seen Porzingis do effectively a lot, but in the paint, if you can seal off your man and then in turn seal off other defenders so that there's basically a wide open lane down the middle of the court, uh, and sealing is basically like boxing out your you know, your defender or just pushing him out of the way, kind of like creating this wall with yourself. It, and Porzingis was able to do that in the paint. And Luca got a wide open drive into the paint and scored. It was 92-78 at that point. And that was, you know, an incredible play from Porzingis to set up Luca on drive. It was great to see it work the other way where usually Luca is setting up KP. And then with a minute 35 left, Luca got this dunk. Wide open lane dunk the Mavericks were so spaced out uh, they decided to trap Luca off of the pick and the pick and pop from Dorian they ran the pick and pop with Dorian which is kind of interesting so KP was on the left wing Maxi was in the left corner Jalen Brunson was in the right corner and then Dorian came up and set the screen Dorian popped out to the top of the key Dorian's man uh, Dorian's man was either RJ Bear or Derek Rose either way Derek Rose and RJ Bear ended up on Luca they were going to trap him R.J. Barrett didn't get to a spot fast enough. Luca was able to get around him just quick enough that he could go wide open to the basket because nobody could leave their man. You can't leave Maxie, can't leave Jalen Brunson, and they decided not to leave KP. And even if they did leave KP, he was on the left wing, so you wouldn't get to the rim fast enough. And Taj Gibson definitely wouldn't get to the rim fast enough the way he is and the age he is at this point. So really interesting. Uh, just a pl- couple of plays there. And Kind of crunch time. The Knicks hadn't scored at that point, but those are the two plays that kind of just absolutely sealed it. And the Mavericks, you know, got the win. And it's a good win against the Knicks. This is a good defensive Knicks team, and the Mavericks are able to figure out an offense that worked with them. Luka, after the game, said that Jamal Mosley basically just told them, get stops and play basketball. And Luka seemed like he was smiling ear to ear about playing for Jamal Mosley. Jamal Mosley has been... Luca's guy. He's the guy that helps him warm up. He's the guy that gets in his ear. We've talked about some funny stuff in the past where he, you know, bops him on the head or, you know, comes to his aid at certain points and tries to talk him down from referee stuff and all that kind of stuff. So Jamal Mosley's really been in Luca's corner, and it was good to see him be super excited for that guy uh, and excited for him to get his first win as an acting head coach. Other stuff we should mention in this game, the Mavericks, 50-30 to 30 in points in the paint. The Mavericks absolutely destroyed. A lot of it was Luka. A lot of it was Luka setting up on a pick and roll or Luka just scoring a couple of baskets that KP scored were in the paint off of putbacks and things like that. And so an incredible, incredible uh, margin there. The Mavericks really didn't get a whole else lot else done besides that though uh neither team shot well from three both like 30 percent uh only 20 free throws total in the whole game the Mavs were five of ten the Knicks were 10 of 10 so not a ton there but Mavericks get the win they improve to 26 and uh let's see hold on I want to make sure that I'm right because I hate when I get these wrong when I say they're this record and they're actually not 26 and 21 They are now solely in the seventh spot, a game and a half up on San Antonio. I'm not sure that they play tonight. San Antonio played this wild game against the Hawks on Thursday night. And it was a two-overtime game, and the Hawks won, so did the Mavs a favor. Uh, The Mavericks are now three games back from Portland, who is actually playing against Milwaukee as I record this. So by the time you're listening to this, maybe uh, Portland has lost that game against Milwaukee. And the Mavericks are two and a half games back from the the sixth seed, and that would be huge if they could catch them. So monitor that. We'll be back tomorrow. Isaac will have the Wizards game. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom. I got one for you, Luke.
Um, what does it feel like to be unstoppable <laughs> as a player? Who's unstoppable? You are. <laughs> no, no, who, who has stopped you? I mean, you just seem to have your way night in and night out. Where do you see your game right now? No, no, no. I mean, today I, I didn't really play great, but we got the win, and that's what it matters. Uh, we picked it up in the second half, like I said, and, you know, uh, we won by how much? I don't know. But it was, it was, it was a great, great second half, and, again, congratulations to Mo on his first win.